Hello and welcome to Good Brews, Bad Views, the podcast that asks if great beer makes bad movies any better. I'm your host, a man who has both of his eyes and all of his organs intact, Max Nostorowicz. And as always, joined by my two regular human-sized co-hosts, Ryan Everhart. That organ statement's not going to hold. Just wait till the lights go out. Mm. And James Thorpe. That was really weird. <laughs> what? I'm not, t- I'm not taking your organs. Wait, I'm not taking anyone's organs. I've already got a evidence. bum pancreas. You can have that if you want. This is parody. This is not admissible as evidence in any forthcoming crime. Mm. Dark? Is we, are you going to have your own dark harvest here, Ryan? <laughs> hey, COVID's affecting people in different ways. People have to make ends meet yeah. one way or another. Yeah, just take the Zim approach. More organs means more immune. <laughs> So today we are watching Gods of Egypt, another uh, patron voted upon episode. Thank you, Thanks, uh, patrons and ladies and everything else. Yep, in a um, a category Everyone known does. as mythology or <laughs> movies that will make James Thorpe yell for two hours. I I nominated all three of these <laughs> movies. You keep doing that joke, but I'm the one I who came up Beowulf. with with the theme of this. I still think it's a good joke Second. because of your Cosine. because of your studies of the classics. <laughs> I, in fact, have a copy of Beowulf that I purchased this weekend with me. Oh, yeah. You said there's, there's a new translation new of translation it? new translation out that is in modern vernacular, and I'm oh. enjoying reading it right now. So Cool, cool. More about that later. So, how this podcast is going to work is we are going to watch Gods of Egypt, the 2016 Egyptian high fantasy adventure film. We are going to be drinking some tasty beer alongside of it and making some observations about the quality of this film, <laughs> amongst other things. The podcast is designed to be listened to alongside watching the movie. It's a commentary track. But in the event that you are just here for the auditory experience, we're going to do our best to describe what is happening on the screen. That'll be uh, tough with this one. What? That'll be tough with this a lot one. Of us yeah, saying, yeah. Hey, There's going to be a lot of like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> What's happening? So strap yourself in. It's going to yeah, be a sandy ride. Mm. Oh, even I hate that joke. <laughs> Ryan, why don't, you, why don't you tell the folks at home where they can watch this fine two hours and seven minutes of a movie? Uh, so if you want to suffer through the stream with us, we are once again turning to Amazon. Uh, we have got the 4K stream queued up here. So again, on Amazon Prime. Um, don't rent it on 4K. Um, <laughs> as a caveat to what you just said, Ryan, mm-hmm. if you are an Amazon Prime member, if you watch this, you will not sync with the podcast because it is supported through imdb.tv on Amazon. And that includes ads. Oh, wow! Good info. Good info. I did not know this. I don't know what that a- what a- that accent was, but you know, here we are. <laughs> um, okay. Well, anyway, so if you're watching the Amazon stream, same as us, where we are, uh, even if you're not on the stream, we are just at the Summit Entertainment logo has just begun to fade. It says a Lionsgate company beneath. And real quickly, if uh, if you don't want to listen to us ramble for the full seven years oh. you know, long of this movie. Uh, please check the episode description to see where the timestamp is to just kind of jump to and get our final thoughts on both the beer and the movie and any other nonsense we happen to come up with throughout the recording. Yeah, Moses is going to spend less time in the desert than we will tonight. Woof. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so once again, the Summit Entertainment uh, logo, uh, Alliance Gate Company, has just begun to fade. So if you're watching along at home, press play now. Oh boy, we haven't done one of these long films in a while. <laughs> no, I've come to truly enjoy the 86-minute film. Yes. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> Certainly a lot to be learned there. Yep. Yeah. Although I have noticed that movies have been getting shorter again. They have been, and I'm Good. okay with that. Yeah. And granted, you know, 
kind of goes without saying. But if it's a good movie, I don't care how long it is. Correct. That's, yeah. That's the exception, not the rule. The Lord of the Rings movies being yes, it, prime number one. Indeed. Yeah. The logo burns away for mm, some reason. Of Egypt. We don't ever get to see older Beck, do we? We, we do not. do not. So Beck is a character. He's narrating right now, but he's uh, we'll be introduced to the younger him shortly. So we've got an opening crawl with some exposition and some hieroglyphics explaining the past. Yeah. Yes. A very long man. <laughs> yeah. It's Ezekiel from The Boys. <laughs> <laughs> what a show. Watch that show. So this is important visually for the rest of the movie is that the gods were taller than everybody and their blood was gold. Basically, yeah. the gods are the Primarchs from Warhammer 40K. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much. If you know what that is. So we're setting up the central conflict here, Osiris and Set. They're next in line for the throne. Kinda. They they hint at it right here, though. They don't. Yeah, they yeah. don't necessarily are like they hate each other. Yeah. No, but I mean, anyone who's watched a movie will just know. Oh, these guys are going to beat each other. Yeah, up. he yeah. has <laughs> facial hair. Therefore, he is the bad one. Yeah. <laughs> I don't make the rules, man. Yeah. Sweeping CGI vistas. So early on, you realize this movie's going to be a literal CGI fire hose. Mm. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah I mean, this, th this movie, I, I mean, they filmed this whole movie in like a, a 30 by 30 room that was just green ceiling and walls. It's a, it's a familiar environment for Gerard Butler. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Maybe he just looks really good in green light. Is that why he's in all these CG fests? <laughs> hey. Don't you insult the patron saint. <laughs> All hail the butler. <laughs> so here we're introduced to young Beck. He was channeling. Yes. Ancestor of the musician yeah. Beck. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I knew some of the language of the area. Then I could sing loser in that language briefly. And then, <laughs> a, and then a joke would have been made. Yeah. I. <laughs> <laughs> so this guy's channeling like Aladdin a bit here. Yep. A bit. A bit, a bit. He's also highly channeling Caucasian. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Almost everyone in this movie is going to be super white. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so yeah, spoilers. Uh, yeah. Not accurate. No. POC are background characters and Chadwick Boseman only. Mm. So. So this is uh, his love interest. Zaya, I think her name is, it according is Zaya. to these subtitles. Otherwise, I could not tell you. No, it was Zaya. Yep, yep, yep. Yep. So they're bitching. So Beck's thing is he doesn't care for the gods, and Zaya has faith in them. Mm -hmm. Yep. Eyes are up here, bud. Yeah. Yep. So this is a movie from director Alex Proyas, who originally w was born in Egypt but resides in Australia. Um, hmm. He's only made like this was his seventh movie. Okay. Um, but a lot of his movies are very, very stylized. You have The Crow. You have Dark City, and you have iRobot, which I think are like oh, his most well-known wow. ones wow, before yeah. this. Thinking about it, there is a lot of the movie iRobot in this film. Mm. They're yes. very stylistically similar. Yes. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah. I didn't look into his uh, filmography prior to this, but I like those movies, <laughs> yeah. especially Dark City. Actually, I haven't seen The Crow. I do like a little bit of the camera work here of him around the around like humanity 
Yeah. Yeah. There, this movie does have some interesting shots, I guess. Yep. So because I can never pronounce his name, I'm going to call him Jamie Lannister. I'm just going to call him Nicholas. Yeah. Nicholas, it's like Caster Waljigadur. Yeah. But he, he's waking up from his just Nightly sex orgy. dungeon. Yeah. In a very ornate and very pretty bedroom. Yep. The 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 way they play with scale in this shot is pretty cool. Yeah, it's fun. Hey, look, there's people who aren't white, but they're all in the background and don't have names. Yep. Yeah. So, would you guys say that that normal humans are roughly one third the size? Yeah. At least in this shot. Uh, they're like half. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe slightly less, but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was really, I was trying to think, where have I seen this actress before? And she's freaking Electra. In the Daredevil series. Aha. Oh, thank you. Yep. I was also like scratching my head. Yep. Yeah, I I think it's it's hard with for uh in this scene for a little bit there, Ryan, because like he is being cleaned by his female handmaids, which and, would yeah, be yeah, yeah, ladies, are which would be smaller than what yeah, a, like a, a dude males, would be yeah. against him, right? Um, so, yeah. dudes. Fucking getting dressed like he's the last boss in fucking Dark Souls. Yeah. yeah. He's the Lord of Cinders, he Gwyn. Yeah. So she is the goddess of love. I cannot remember her character, uh, Electra's character's name, so I'm just going to call her Electra. Uh, sure. <laughs> it's like... Nope. Lost it. Yeah. So Egyptian mythology is... It's interesting because, like, I feel like a lot of people have, like, a general understanding of, like, at least who some of the gods are. You know, Ra, Set, Horus, Osiris. Anubis. Yeah, Anubis. But, like, beyond that, like, like, just, like, the, the, like, a surface level understanding of it, I feel Mm -hmm. like it's not nearly as um, uh, recognizable or people aren't generally um, as aware of it as they are with Greek mythology. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, comparatively, in a lot of ways, though, like nothing is nothing is as well explored in film as Greek mythology has been. Even even Norse mythology is nowhere near as well explored as as Greek mythology is. Yeah. Um, it's and I think even even Norse has a little bit of that too, where it's like people know who Odin is, Thor, they know who Thor, Loki, but they yeah. like um, they don't really know the stories of of that as well as much as well. Right. So. Yeah. No, I, I certainly agree with you there, which is nice to see, like, something that isn't as well explored come to screen and, and see this, um, particularly, like, as stylized as you were talking about. Like, I I think this, the, the Palonquin being pulled by, like, the being clouds pulled by, of like, birds. Bur- clouds of birds is a really cool visual. It's it's very neat. Um, yeah, so here we have some big presentation uh, scene where, you know, gifts are being uh, passed down onto uh, Osiris and... Um, Hathor is her Hathor. name. Her yeah. character's Hathor. name. Yeah. Just the gods, the in, gods general. in general. Yeah. Yep. Like that. Like that's that's really neat looking. Yeah. So you know it. You you kind of get like a um, a sense of scale, kind of this. Everything's very very extravagant. The costumes are very interesting. You know. Yeah. Like I feel like you never see like the same one twice. Like even on the extras, like everyone's dressed. Yeah. Very differently. Yeah. I, I mean, so this scene right here, right? There's. You have an incredibly diverse background crowd, crowd yeah. right here, but but there is a single main character in this film that is not white or 
looks very white. And now well, he's on screen. It is Chadwick Boseman as Thoth. Yes. Uh, gone too soon. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Weird accent choice for him yeah. in this, though. His trumpets are pretty sweet. <laughs> yeah. It's a big old trumpet. You need, you need two people to, to trumpet. Mm-hmm. But, but aside from like a basic understanding of Egypt, Egyptian mythology and ancient Egyptian history that I've learned from playing Age of Empires, like I don't <laughs> know a lot about <laughs> Egypt after like the classical period of time. Well, I mean, and so when you say classical period, it's you you have to remember too that the Egypt that you know is thousands of years before the classical period of Greece and Rome and even, and particularly Norse. Right. You know, I mean, Egypt is eight, 6,000 years before uh, BC in these cases. Mm-hmm. Like they are, mm-hmm. it is an ancient civilization yeah. comparatively. And a very long spanning. Correct. Uh, and there, I mean, there's middle. There's the the you know the the old dynasty, the middle di- the middle kingdom. There's mm-hmm. a lot of these different, a lot of these cases uh, um, of a, of a history that is connected but also distinct from each other as well. Right. Like I think I I saw something years ago that it was like uh, Cleopatra is closer to the creation of the first iPod than she is to the construction of the pyramids. Yes. So, neat fact. So here is set Gerard Butler's ah. interrupting the coronation. Yep, looking typically disheveled. Yes. Yep. <laughs> I just crawled out of bed and like, oh shit, I got to be on set. Yep. Who do you think you are, Bill Murray? <laughs> on set as set. Yes. On set. Yep. I, I like this the subtle thing on his neck that it's bones. Yeah, and his uh. His treasure holder has a little like skull cap that looks like bones. Yeah, like it's kind of cool. Yeah. Ooh, trinkets. Yes. Hmm. So, what was a uh, ram's horn? Is that what this is? Yep. Yep. So Set has offered it to Horus. Horus is going to toot his horn. All horns sound better when you do it in the cool pose. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's no conch horn, but it'll do. Mm, it'll do. You got to get down real low so you get all the air in you. Mm-hmm. Yep. If you're too high, do there's it not from enough your chest. air. Hup, hup. Hup, hup, hup. Th- this very much visually kind of reminded me of Immortals from yeah. Tarzan Singh. It does, yes. Yep. I kept I kept thinking if Tarzan Singh was involved with this at all. Mm-hmm. Because it has not, some of the touches. Yeah. yeah. That is another one that's that's very fun stylistically. I like the style of Immortals a whole yeah, lot. Yeah, for yeah, for sure. I yeah. think, again, I would have watched that a hundred times over this. But I think, um, I would say uh, Immortals kind of jump-started this interest again in, like, the, the these mythological movies. I think that, like after that you had the first Clash of the Titans and Wrath of the Titans. You have Gods of Egypt. Um, I, I would say like three hundred did it with three hundred. Yeah, that's what I was yeah. going to yep. say. Three hundred, particularly because of how style. Like 
all of these movies borrow style from 300. Yeah, and, and that, that movie was and actress, yeah, yes. and actress, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, I mean, 300 is super stylized, but and there was some mythological aspects to this to that oh. tale, but yeah. um, nowhere near as like in comparison with these movies. Mm. No, so Set has killed Osiris. And you see the the bl- the golden blood come down, which yep. is kind of it is a neat effect. Yeah. I like that. No, so so to your point, Max, three hundred is not overly over is not filled with gods or anything. Yeah, but it does it has have fantastical a, elements. To it. it has a lot Definitely. of fantastical Definitely. element. It, it 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 clearly lives in a world upon which gods and monsters are yes. real. Yes, yes. And there's like the oracle agree. or whatever the yep. The yeah. swimmy lady. Yep. So now Set is all, you know, bow to me. I'm the real king now. I win. And everyone's like, yep, I guess you are. Yep. I assume this is a perfectly accurate Egyptian accent Gerard Butler has in this scene. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no true Egyptian Scotsman. So so here's a big plot point that happens at, at here is what we didn't talk about. So Osiris said that no matter... No matter how rich or how poor you were, you could get yourself into the afterlife. Mm-hmm. Right. You still had to offer, you still some, had to offer like something, gift. some yeah. gift. Um, so now Set is saying that's not the case. You must be rich to buy your whale into the afterlife, which is yeah. this is, a, this is a twist on and eventually gets to to where it comes to, which is that Anubis before would in in, in Egyptian mythology would weigh the deeds, the evil deeds that you had done against a feather. Yeah, your heart against your, the feather. Your heart against the feather, and you had to be be good enough that that your heart was didn't weigh more than the feather to be able to enter the afterlife. Yes, as as you can see in uh, American Gods. Yeah. So we've got the uh, brotherly scuffle going on, huh? Yeah. No, brotherly, well, uncle-y. uncle-y, yep. So now we see that. Um, Horus vision. vision. Yeah, <laughs> which we will see a couple times more in this film, which yeah. is a little weird. Eh, it's fine. Yeah. So this movie came out in, uh, in 2016. Three, 3D time. 3D times, but also it was, fuck, Game of Thrones is really popular. Just just, just put him in the movie. <laughs> yeah. Put him in the movie. I mean, he is very handsome. He is, yeah. But what? I think like this was like the first... like. Major motion picture that someone other than Lena Headey mm. was ah. involved with. Yeah, because Lena Headey was was in Three Hundred. Was in Three Hundred. Yep. that's correct. And then Amelia Clark started showing up in in movies right around this time as well. Kit Harington was in and Silent Hill Two, which is a nightmare. Whoa. Oh yeah. boy! So, so we now, were just yeah. they've gotten Super Sentai. <laughs> this is. I'm not. We, I think Ryan, you said we're not going to keep harping on it, but like these god transformations are rough. They're pretty rough. They're like high end Power Rangers. Yeah, that's what I was saying. <laughs> Super Sentai. It's it's not good. In, yeah. in a movie that is very CGI centric, these feel these feel like they are from a different different how um effects house. a different effects house yeah. than what a lot of the other stuff comes from. Yeah. Um, it, and I will say just. To me, it doesn't work. I think even if this was done well, it doesn't work in a lot of ways. 
doesn't work like I guess what specifically? I mean, I agree. Like, very little in this movie works, but I, yeah. what, what specifically are you referring to? I mean, to I think so, it just it's very Seth's army is blinding Horus with their standard issue mirror shields. Uh. Yep. I I think they're it's so different from everything else in this movie, which is very like natural texture. It's very grandiose, but the te- but the textures are natural. Yeah. Right. It's stone and and metal and, and like Nephthys looks good. Her wings. Her wings. Just yeah. as yeah. is, but these well, guys transform. But these very are well. transforming yeah. into like like hyper chromed, super sh- shiny, yeah. shiny so, so chrome. Yeah. Is very very different aesthetically than anything else in this film. Mm-hmm. I like because, how everyone just fucking watches this happen. Yes, he pulls his eyes out. Yeah. It's the newest brutal. game by Uncles Everywhere. Got your eyes. Yeah. Because <laughs> to your point, Neftis's wings look great because yeah. they actually feel they have a texture to them. They're very much, Set and Horus are very much flat textured. There's not yeah. a lot going on on those models. Yeah. So... Everyone's General running chaos away. ensues. Hmm. Yep. The crowd is dispersing. I've already forgotten her name, but uh, Electra <laughs> is bowing to set. It's Hathor. Hathor. Do you think um, the wings are CGI in yes. this sequence, or are they actually practical? I think they're CGI in this sequence. Okay. I like that. I forgot design. that guy was a minotaur. He looks very like he yeah. has a natural texture to him, right? Like yeah, like the other ones. They're just like you said, James. They're just very. They're too smooth. Yeah. yeah. Like it's 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 perfectly smooth, which may have been a very purposeful choice. But you know, to be like you know, they're gods. They're, you know, un, untainted by anything real. But uh, it doesn't look good. No. They cannot be harmed. So set makes everyone build. Giant obelisk. So they can't go into the afterlife. It's been a very busy year, mm. considering this like giant obelisk has been built. Yeah, a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> is this supposed to be like the only city no I don't think so yeah I, I think you're right because they do show him attacking someplace he talks about how he's conquered all the other kingdoms of, of, right. of Egypt yeah but, so yeah. while we're now in the one year future Ryan or James tell us about this beer we have today aha yeah but hold on first we must acknowledge who is now on screen uh, Rip a C right Yes. Uh, also, Sewell. 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 Yes. Also, a Alex Proyas uh, veteran. Yeah, isn't he the main character in Immortals? No, that's Henry no. Cavill. Oh, derp. he he is derp, the main derp, character derp, in, in derp. Dark City. He's yes. also in uh, yes, Man High yes. Castle. He is in Man High Castle. He is an excellent actor. Yes. I like him quite a lot. Concur. So we have a somewhat, actually, a pretty special treat today, which is a difficult beer to get, which is why I grabbed it. Um, also, I grabbed it because when I picked it up, it fell out of its four-pack and hit the floor, so I felt I should probably purchase the thing that I had damaged. <laughs> um, we have the M43 Tart Strawberry version, which is made once or twice a year in limited batches. Yeah, um, they first put they put this out maybe a year or two ago after the huge success of regular M43, and it was one of those, like, stab your friend in the aisle to get one. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, M43 has rapidly expanded their production capacity and uh i didn't even know that they remade this so good on you james for finding something finding something tasty and i find this excellent um i think it's a good twist on m43 that it still tastes like m43 but has a, a enough difference to it that it is enjoyable it has a it has effectively swapped out the strawberry 
or the pine or what is it? No, it's citrus, isn't it? There's, there's, there's I don't know what I'm talking about. I don't know there's what I'm talking about. There's a lot of citrus hops, yeah. But yeah, it's it it moves in nicely with this beer. Yeah, yeah. I like this quite a lot. Mm-hmm. Like I remember when we first had M43 way the hell back, and I think we were watching Small Soldiers, and um, we were like, that that was that was when that beer was hard to find. Yes, and yeah. um, you know, we we thoroughly enjoyed it, but that beer, I got tired of it very quickly after that. Like it, it like it was very. It's a tasty beer, but I've, it, it quickly became very one-dimensional um, in comparison to some of the other hmm. beers they had. Because they had um, M43, you know, the regular New England IPA. Boss Tweed. Boss Tweed. Boss Tweed, which is the double yep. uh, New England IPA, which really is a little like better. Then they also have, I think it's called Boxer, which is like the Boxcar. hoppier. Boxcar, yeah. Which is like the, um, the slightly hoppier version of uh, M43. Like, they use a different, like, hop bill okay. on it, so... Little more flavor to it, a um, little more bitterness, um, but I I also think that Old Nation's non IPA beers don't get enough um, praise. Their their Greenstone is actually one of the ones that I really them. like a yeah. lot. That hasn't been an IPA. Uh, they also have a. I recently had a a, a Hellas, like a German style like mm-hmm. lager, um, which or German style ale, excuse me, um, that was very very refreshing. Um, Recently got that when I was out for lunch one day on a little walk up patio thing. So, but, but yeah. So now we are in the future again, still, and Hathor is now boning the just. butler. <laughs> and uh, Rufus Sewell's character is like he's the architect, right? Like of the giant obelisk, yeah. They walked in on some gods boning. Yep. yep. And his balls are swinging around like traffic lights in the wind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, my lord, it's the size of my arm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Please do not turn too quickly. The, uh, again, the the scale on these shots is fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like that he just goes full Gerard Butler voice right here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I, I don't think Rufus Sewell is capable of acting poorly. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, every, like yeah. it's all perfect. Yeah, yeah. This movie has some weird, like, humorous back and forth. It does. Scenes. It does. I again, scale is the fun. Scale, like, where he the hands him the cup. cup. <laughs> this, this enormous cup. But it's one of the rare cases where you you actually need to use two hands to hold a cup. Yes. Yeah. Not because your brain is goo. When someone who's like forty percent taller of you says they want it taller, how much taller do you think that they mean? <laughs> yeah. How much taller do you think it means you should make it taller? The mind reels. Yeah. Just caravans Oof. of treasure in PlayStation 2 graphics. Yeah, yep. that's... I mean, this looks like just pretty high-end CGI for a video game from last generation. <laughs> it's, it's not good. <laughs> I mean, conceptually, everything looks great. Yeah, it's it's a fun... It, there's a lot of fun ideas in this movie. That was bad. No, that was yep. yeah, not good. So Beck swung Indiana Jones his way into the back of a treasure oh. cart that's yep. be that's be this movie's about to go full on indiana jones yes for... it is mm-hmm. being driven by a bunch of iron men 
Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 yep, with literal just dump trucks. Look at They're this. dump trucks. Look at this. Oh, my God. EDI this treasure. Is so this is so bad. bad. <laughs> Oof. I do like that little setup of, like, the rotating, like, yeah, treasure depository thing. Yeah, yeah it's cool. It's just not... Again, concept good. Visually <laughs> bad. Bad. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So now I imagine the, the screenplay just says Indiana Jones yeah. in capital letters for, like, I don't know, 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, even right here, right? Yeah. Like. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. That's, a, that's a funny line. That's a funny line. Where, where do you even get that many scorpions? It, it's a very much the snakes. Why Might have to be snakes. snakes. Yeah. Line. Yep. So Backbroke is, is broken into the treasure room and now must navigate his way through some dastardly traps to go get treasure. Some cool he's, traps. He's, yeah. He's stealing one of Horace's eyes. Yep. To back. go get Horace back. So he, uh, does Be- he know that what he's stealing? I was not paying yes. attention. Yes. yes, he does. Yep. So Beck has taken, well, reviewed documents from uh, Rufus Sewell's character on how to get past these traps. This is fun. I like this. Yeah, so he, he he can't cast his shadow on parts of the floor, so he's hu- holding the uh torch above him to not cast a shadow. Yep. Which is interesting. It's a nice little It's a fun yeah. Again, fun concepts. Yeah. These are some good traps. Yes, if you would have come up with this trap as a DM, you'd have been like, ha. Uh-huh. I am clever. Yes. <laughs> oh, he's got the scroll with him. Okay. Yep. So he's kind of got a cheat sheet. Yeah, he does. But no, it's, it's like the, having the journal in Indiana Jones. Yeah. Last Crusade. Yep. <laughs> Much like this movie's concepts versus its visual effects that actually happened, uh, execution is very different than knowing. Yes. Yep. So all the swords, all the statues have swords, and they're swirling like mad. This is just one big. Resident Evil 4 cutscene. Yeah, yeah. I'm kidding. Woohoo! So the requisite acrobatics are are done here. All the close calls. Yep. No explanation really as to why that went off. <laughs> right, it just kind of happened. Yeah. I think he was supposed to step on this the circle because he was like the circle is the key so he stepped around the circle set or whatever oh, yeah. and he steps around it and then after he steps around it it's like it sinks down and, and he's realizing now that there's only one eye at the end yep he's also realizing that there's a, a third bridge which is not on the map mm-hmm. yeah um I do like here that the eye um is not just being it's being held actually in a stylized symbol of what the eye of Horus would typically be in a in on a hieroglyph. Yes, yeah. that that is a that That's is a cool. nice little yep. uh nod to the And then he falls into scorpions. Treasure and scorpions. Scorpions. Yeah. And he pointed the eye at them. They're all blind. Yep. They don't like the brightness. This feels like a video game sequence right there. It sure yeah. does. Hold like, out the eye to keep yeah. the scorpions away yep. from you. Mm-hmm. Oh no! You're busted. I do like how uh, Rufus has a different, like, big robe. Like whenever we see him, <laughs> he's pretty fashionable. Yeah. 
Mm -hmm. So he's scolding Zaya. Mm -hmm. I like his little models of everything else that he's making. Yeah. It's only a model. Model with a pyramid for ants. Those are the requisite size jokes. Yeah. <laughs> he has his goons. Yep. Goons are pretty menacing. They're menacing. Not as menacing as the Minotaur goon. Nope. Yeah. Or or Rufus himself. He's got a pretty menacing presence in general. He does. He does. He played a good Nazi in uh, Man Mad Castle. He blinds everyone with Horace's eye. Not science, the eye. Yeah. <laughs> And then he steals a chariot. Yeah. Even the horses are white in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good work, James. <laughs> I'm not going to answer your question about where the eye was. Oh. The other eyes. So Zaya gets arrowed right in her left chesticle. Yep. And then he does the thing you are not supposed to do with the arrows. Yank which is it out. Yank it out. He's a simple street rat. He doesn't know nothing about no arrows. Yeah. True. Isn't it, though? <laughs> Isn't that the end? Yes. Well, they, they do know that the afterlife exists in this place. Yeah. Like, they know mm. the gods exist because they're, they're literally, like, you know, walking around and such. Mm, yep. That's why, like... Characters who are atheists in like Dungeons and Dragons or any other role playing games where there is like clear proof that the gods exist, yeah, always are kind of like weird. I, yeah, I always take that as like they don't believe that the gods are actually like as powerful or yeah as true as they are. I, I always took those as the people in like the Greek mythology legends that are like you know it's, ah, screw the gods, yeah. <laughs> He, we're now in Horace's um, pouting palace. Yeah, I can't can't remember. Did they explain <laughs> that palace? this is like his little prison or his? No, uh, he's just pouting. His his pouting room. Yeah, <laughs> I'm I'm keeping pouty palace. <laughs> <laughs> I believe this is where his parents are buried. Yes. Sort of. <laughs> yeah. He looks way cooler like this. He, he does, does. Yeah. He kind of looks like uh what's the fucking character in Mortal Kombat? Is it Kenji? Or uh yes, Kenji. The, yep, blind, the blind swordsman. I there is also part of me that thinks this actor would be a decent like older Dante in a Devil May Cry live action. Oh. Mm. He he'd have to lower his voice a bit, but he's got the look, I think. He's got the look. A lot of pilfering in your puny, in your puny pouty palace, yeah. Yeah. pal. <laughs> Piss off. So, so Horace is uh, trying to skewer Beck here because Beck wants to bargain with him with his eye. For for like learning, like choreographing the scene. Do you guys think they had like a really nimble, just little person jump around while while Jamie Lannister flailed a spear at him? Uh no, I think it's uh <laughs> composite takes. You have one scene where uh Jamie Lannister is doing his kata with his spear, and then another while 
the actor playing Beck is like, or Beck's stunt double is doing the appropriate flip choreography. Mm, I'm going to go with mini Bruce Lee, but thanks. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Just because of the whole like scale thing. Yeah. yeah. Because they're, they're often in the same shot and yeah, I agree. You're Lord of the Air. Why don't you know everything about death? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Seems like the person you should be making a bargain with is Anubis. Mm. Well, he doesn't want to die just so we can go talk to him. Does that kind of handsome look like it reads books? Yeah, or can read. <laughs> well, so we know he can read. I'm going to be fully honest with you. I did not have the subtitles on, and I did not think that he was whispering stay with the living. I thought he was whispering some kind of nonsense. Oh. <laughs> I've come to be just to watch movies with subtitles on more often than not, just so I can do some snacking. Yeah, snacking is the my primary driver for captioning, for sure. And now we get the multiple times that poor Anubis gets yanked from whatever he's doing yeah. and has to show yeah, up. Yeah, he's at all the like, yeah, because I wasn't busy. Else. Bitch, I yeah. got hearts to weigh. Yeah. Just ferrying souls. Yeah, I mean, I'm busy, but cool. The Anubis design looks good. Yeah. I am totally down with the Anubis design. Same. I w- so, to my point I was making earlier, if Horus and Set had transfer- transformed into something that looked more like this, yeah, it's, I'd it's be more way weathered more and real looking. Yeah. yeah. Anubis says, sucks to suck. Yeah. So, we've got, yeah, so Anubis has retrieved Zaya's soul from her body. Mm-hmm. And he's about to take her to the underworld. And yeah, the way they go. Is cool. yep. So Zaya's going to the afterlife, kind of, sort of, or the place between mm. the afterlife and the real world. Um, but the dead can't talk to the living, so she cannot hear Beck. Activate the gray filter. <laughs> <laughs> Somewhere. Zack Snyder twitches. Yeah. yeah. Tweet, tweet. This also looks very much like the last area in Dark Souls, just with all the cinders. Yes, yeah. it does. Yeah. Yep. His eye is going to be like the size of a peach to a normal person. Yeah. Gotcha. Yep. <laughs> Man, it would just be so good to get your sight back. Yeah. I, that's that's always been something I've wondered a lot about is like people, for one, who have never had sight who get it mm-hmm. via some sort of surgery. That must be such an indescribable experience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Apparently good there are um, glasses you can buy now if you're colorblind that yeah, will be in color. Yep. Yeah, they, they filter, the they change the light in a certain way that you can actually see colors. That's really cool. Yeah. So I've seen videos of like people putting them on for the first time, and it's just like it's very overwhelming. It's very overwhelming. Yeah, that's yep. the. So now that's, that's the that's the easiest way to put it. Yeah, they're they're bargaining more. Yep. Half this movie is like these characters bargaining with each other. It is. Yep. It really is. So now he's telling him that he knows how to get into Set's other pyramid, not his obelisk, his pyramid, mm. which is a different place. Yeah. So. Expectedly, Beck wants Zaya to return from the dead. Yep. 
So Zaya has a long journey ahead of her in the underworld before she is gone yep. for good. There's a long queue. Indeed. So he tells him that if he becomes king, he can save her. Let me just lock your body away here so yep. no one will take it. In this sealed for freshness. Very different zone of seal like that's not part of the sarcophagi that are No, that's them. just like that's a little like cubby hole. It's like, like, it's like, have, like you know, like a yeah. secret drawer. Yeah. <laughs> it's a junk drawer of the gods. The uh, just there's giant Big ass scarabs, scarabs in, the back. in the background, which is cool. I didn't even notice that before. Yeah. Pulling his little uh, Hoda. A chariot, excuse me. A Hoda rides on top of a big beast, a burden. Right. So Seth's rousing his troops. Yep. Just lobbing gold at people. Yep. I know I've seen this blonde chick in another movie, and it's driving me nuts that I can't think I, of it. I had the same problem, yeah. Ryan. It, it was almost certainly a sci-fi flick, too. Yeah. Yeah. I actually like his speech there. I think it's yeah. a cool, like, yeah. let's go to war kind of speech. And uh, that actress. She looks like the, the girl from Dear Antwood. Wait, are they, is, is it Chappie? Did you see her in Chappie? Oh, so she, you're saying she looks like Yolandi. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, I like Chappie. I know that's kind of a divisive movie, but I enjoyed it. But yeah, it's uh, it's oh god, Ninja and Yolandi, I think. Right? Yeah. And the Antverd. I can see her in the other movie too, Ryan. I just can't think of it. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna dig it up. No, oh, that's a lie. Oh, there's my phone. Mm. I, I do like that his his Minotaur buddy here just pounds the, up. The, his like fiat. <laughs> I'm curious as to why they went with like a Minotaur goon as those don't exist in uh I think he's supposed to be more mythology. like an oxen. Yeah, I guess. Like a bull he's a bullheaded god. Which I know is not a Minotaur. It's 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 not a Minotaur though. Yeah. All right, you're no Tom Cruise in Mission Impossible 2, you guys. I got to hand it to Beck for keeping up with, with someone who is twice as big as he is on climbing a mountain. This is true, yeah. <laughs> he put all his points in climb. <laughs> I like that line a lot. Yeah. Nicholas does a good arrogance uh, yeah. in your head. That actually looks really good. Yeah, Again, I feel it, like this is an actual set. I don't think so. I think it, I think that this is CGI again. It's probably similar to how they shot a lot of 300, right? It's just that the immediate area around the actors is real, and then everything else is green screen. Yeah. It's not like um, 
Sin City 2 where literally everything is green screen. Man, what a disappointing that movie. That is a terrible movie. Yeah. First one's one of my favorites. I oh, yeah. Yeah. One's great. But, like, that's CGI. Yeah. Oh. Mm. But why, though? Oh, that does not look good. No. The transformation scene into Hawkman. Yeah. A character nobody cares about in DC, no matter how many times they keep trying to push him. So this is one of the moments where I'm like, this is a really, really, really cool concept of the way that they show the way that they're showing it, of raw, yeah, in this like, his, like solar skimmer, his like Final Fantasy style airship, yeah, literally pulling the sun, yeah, like taking it to your point, you call it high fantasy earlier, Max, and I think this is like. The highest of fantasy, right? Yeah. Like this scene right here. Yeah. Oh. That actress didn't pop up in any movies I was expecting. Hmm. Yes, Jeffrey Rush is Ra. (laughs) Yeah. Great actor. Uh, yeah, exceptional actor. Yes. Just, this just really isn't the role for him. No. Yeah. <laughs> you know what the obvious choice for this movie would have been for Beck? Who? Rami Malek. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Was he a thing when this movie came out? Well, 2016, I feel like Mr. Mr. Robot, Robot was already probably. Was it out? at least a season or so. Um, this is another one that's just not so. Great. Raz engulfed in pope. flames. Yeah, or human torch pope. pope. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Human torch it was pope large was even compared to uh, the other guy. Horus. Yeah. So again, I I like these just crazy. Con- so the world is the flat. flat. That movie. is that is such a like that is a cool shot to me. Yeah. I love that shot. I liked how when they first got on, um, Horace was like, "Stand behind me, otherwise he's going to kill you." Yeah, yeah. Right. like that is that's that honestly is such a neat shot from a concept perspective. Yeah. I I adore that moment in this movie. Like you can kind of see like what they were going for with this movie. Yeah. This is one of the portions of the movie that I think consistently looks great is Apophis. Yes. So I, I think this is where, even with CGI in a, in a way, right? Like it, it being inconsistent, the level of like interesting and high fantasy wise in this film is inconsistent as well, right? Like this is spectacular. Yeah, yeah this and then is the a... movie spends a lot more time kind of grounded, and then this kind of flares up again near the end. Yeah, but, yeah. like, this is just so wonderful. Yeah. Like, if the whole movie would have been like, how do we keep it at, like, this big of a level, I think it would have been a lot more interesting. Yeah. Scale the scope of the movie down from a lengthwise perspective and make it more fantastical the whole time. Yeah. Because, like, it Apophis just... is the uh, 2000s sea of uh, smoke and teeth uh, villain, mm. yeah, because it, it just it, like you said, Ryan, it just becomes grounded in a lot of ways. Where you lose the 
like a lot of the thing of being like the gods are real and they're ten mm. feet tall and like and look at all this crazy look at all this shit. crazy stuff and this and everything else and they're like nope we're gonna walk around the desert for a while <laughs> yeah. yeah like but yeah. why though yeah because flying is hard see they're both they're brothers oh wait no no, no. Osiris, 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 Osiris Osiris brothers yep. and then he shrinks Other down way. he's no longer on fire he's no longer thirty feet tall he's just ten feet tall yeah. Now who's his space grandpa? Yeah. I I like that philosophy of him. Like he's like, I made creation and then it just kind of does what it should. Yeah. I give it a I give it a goal, but it does what it should. Yeah. Yeah. A Final Fantasy esque spaceship barge mm. is like the best way to describe this boat. It, it's thing. it's beautiful. It yeah. is like, really pretty. It, it's it's got because they were like, you know what? Let's make this boat, and it's not even fully attached to itself. Yeah, it's, it's just, just got floaty pieces around it. Mm-hmm. So, Horace is trying to get his full powers back, which he needs both eyes to attain, but he's only got the one. Yep. So Rod's pretty much just like level up, dude. Yeah, yeah. do get, better. Get do good, some bro. side quests. Pass some social interaction checks. You'll yep. be fine. You're gonna have to grind a bit. Yep. <laughs> Don't be all, all like Alucard. Like, oh, I had all the power and then I lost all my gear. Now I gotta use like the shitty stuff. Mm-hmm. I like that Rod knows that he's up to something even here too. Yeah. It's a it's a good little hint to the to the audience that something is up. There you go. Yeah, scolds him. So here we have some other kind of uh, city being attacked by Set and his army. Yeah. Here is my major problem with this movie: trebuchets are way beyond technological prowess of this of this era. Yeah, they should have more like onganels. Man- yeah, manganels or whatever. Standard catapults. This is Age of Empires one tech, not Age of Empires two. So even I- though there's you know flying scarab chariots. Yeah. So I mean, I, I to that like it's a they're just showing like a normal battle. Like show me some cool. You just showed me show a dude flying stuff. around in a boat, a sky boat, shooting a giant. Smoky space laser at yeah like yeah I mean a lot of teeth so set swoops through and just wipes out a couple of dudes but I mean it's not very and that looks awful oh god that's like Star yeah. Wars pod racing bad yeah it's rough hey you leave Star Wars pod racing alone that well, was a great game it, uh, it's still bad looking the the scene yeah. in the movie is terrible though yeah. oh yeah oh, oh yeah oh yeah he's going to get his old wife that's why yeah. he's here yeah all of that look this just doesn't look good. At all, mm. nope. Um, that image of so set. Look like, at oh god, that's like above the battle. That that's is PlayStation be One behind yeah. that. Look at that chariot. Yeah, that was Ugh. bad. And the implication there is that he just killed those guys were all gods too because they all bled gold. Yep. Yeah, I mean, there's like a lot of minor gods and stuff, right? So. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I like. If you want to show the battle scene, it would have been cool to actually see him like wading through battle, ten feet tall, smashing aside people yeah. left and right. Like 
and on the other side too like the minor gods doing the same thing like yeah. that's let's see some of that and instead of like trebuchets like you were talking about max let's mm. just see some like a mystical catapult that shows up or something yeah. like take it up i just want the movie to Lean to, into it. To yeah, yeah, yeah to go, go high concept. It. Like, go high concept. Yeah, yeah, just because they, when they went high concept. Attack into throne God. <laughs> it was amazing. And now he's Commit talking to the about bit. how he was sort of nice to his, to Neftis. Yeah. So, we're just getting some of the estranged lovers dialogue here. Yep. Maybe I'm just like my mother. <laughs> Maybe I'm just like my father. <laughs> he knows he satisfied. Knows. <laughs> get good wings on her. She's yep. got got your wing. Yep. I mean, the effects don't necessarily look the greatest, but they're still interesting yeah, to look at. Yeah, it still looks yeah. good. The design on the wings are is really good. Yep. Yeah. I think the wings look good because they mirror like what you've seen from wings within artwork from the classical era, I guess. There's text, there's texture. That to does them. not look good. When they change from like wings to like the solid slabs. Yeah. It, I like that the, they stylize the slab though. It's yeah. It's, it, the CGI may not be great, but it still is an interesting design. At least this is still just bad. So they've so landed in some oasis. Crash landed. <laughs> so there's some bottle full of space ether. Space water. Yeah, space yep. water. So the plan is to to dribble some of this space liquid into Set's eternal fire that's at his pyramid? Yep, something like the that. The fire of the desert. <laughs> I like that, jo- that, that line. Yeah, it's fun. These two actually have a pretty something, pretty pretty good relationship with each it, other. It's it's yes, considering it's just the two of them for the majority of this movie. You really see their relationship evolve over the course of two hours or seven days or however long. <laughs> <this movie is>. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, there's still some slapsticky kind of humor. Yeah, they just launch you across this yeah. clearing. Oh, yep. But I, I am a god. Yeah, they just. I mean, they just have a good. There's a good rapport between the actors. Yeah, it, here. it's it's carried by Nicolaj, but yeah, the, it, it's it's entertaining. That's so gross. Spits in the water. Okay, bye. So then we got a bunch of bullmen. Yep. Which are which I do like their design. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. they're cool. So Bex, oh. so Bex being interrogated by the bullman and being like, hey, where's that IU stole? Yeah. Horace is like, I have it right here. It's hey, in, it's in, in my, my head. face. <laughs> Woof. Woof. That's some, that's 3D. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. A lot of this looks real bad. Yeah. Well, you have a, because you have a human actor fighting CG. Yeah. A- and. I, I will say part of it really is them being like, we need to show some 3D effects here. Like, the mm-hmm. 3D effects never look great. Yeah. Even this scene is inconsistent, though, too. 
Like when they get close, it doesn't look so bad. But like, but yeah, some of this is just Ugh, yeah. like stop motiony bad. Punch, punch, punch. Ooh, yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah. So, Horace makes one of the bowmen cut a comrade in in half with his own sword. Mm-hmm. Some you know some innovative like ways to kill the bowmen. I'll, I will give it that. He used his finishers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was hitting his quick time events pretty well. Yeah. And extra gassy. Oh, bereft of limbs. So he successfully downs the whole squad. Yep. (laughs) So he did not. So Beck did not get launched off the, the waterfall, as you would believe, from the shot. He just fell in a little, like, cropping out, uh, cropping underneath. Hit him with a rock. <laughs> yeah. We will rock you. It was a big rock. <laughs> so suddenly that distance is no longer deadly? Yeah. Well, he's a god, so it's, you know. But, I mean, Beck just yeah. jumped off. True, it, it true. Just, <laughs> this seems worse. This one's worse, but that's not where he was. Yeah. True. The Like, the water looks bad in this scene. This is a convenient width for this. Yeah. It's a it's 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 just like hero-sized air ducts, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Horace used his spear to slow their descent and they are fine. Yep. Wet, but fine. Ah, he well, uses Still eye. sees him. Horace vision. Mm. <laughs> I'm getting real Mummy Returns vibes from this Oasis. Mm. Yeah. I like how they've been traveling all this time. He's like, I have no idea what your name is. Yeah. yeah. You feel like a dinosaur is going to poke his head out. Yeah, exactly. definitely. Yeah. Or King Kong or something. Yep. I like the idea that he carried all of his men back by himself. Yeah. The Nevis. That's the bull man's the head bull man's name apparently. It'll just be yeah, it'll just be Nevis. Nevis. He's the mortar. Mm. Oh, my dudes, we are creeping up on halfway through this film. That's a good time to potentially open up the other thing now, too. Yeah. Oh, you want to do the yeah. thing? Yep. Grab that thing. <clears throat> talk, talk, talk. Talk, talk, talk. So here, Nemesis is bargaining for his life. Yep. So, as usual, this is about the time of the movie where we go, holy shit, there's 45 minutes left. But no, holy shit, there's an hour and five minutes left. And then some with credits. And then some. As such, we have opened into our second beer. What do we have here, Mr. Thorpe? So our second beer really isn't a beer. Bum-ba-bum! It is an alcoholic smoothie called Bamboozy, which is guava-based from Ferndale Project. This is absolutely incredible. (laughs) Yeah, this is is delicious. Uh, From the texture to the flavor, this is... Fucking phenomenal. Yeah, it is. The aromas 
Do it. The rum is also really yes. Good. Yeah. Yeah, I would say that this is so one being from Hawaii, I was um, immensely thrilled to find a oh my god pink guava based drink because that's not typically something you find on the mainland. No. Um. And I was absolutely thrilled that it was good. And it's also, it's unlike anything I've ever drank before. I would agree with that. Yeah. And it, so, it, interestingly, uh, today I was kind of thinking, um, you know, before we, before the three of us sat down, I was like, man, you know, we, we go through so many beers and, uh, you know, we've, we've had a lot of good stuff. But for me, what interests me most beer-wise about doing this with you guys is always finding the really, the stuff that truly stands out in some very unique way. Mm. And this, this is one of those beers. The like, the closest thing I can remember to having something like this is um, when I went to Urban Artifact a couple years ago with Steph when we went to uh, Columbus and Cincinnati for a long weekend around, around Memorial Day. Um, we stopped at Urban Artifact, and they had this beer on tap that was kind of like a fruit smoothie beer. Like they had like pu- fruit um, puree like in the in in the beer itself. Mm-hmm. So I remember when they when they um, dispersed it into the glass it was it was foaming up like you were um saying when we were uh, opening up these cans and it was just like it was thick almost kind of chewy um oh this is so good this more more of this complete focus right now i give a shit about this movie (laughs) she's she's sand scrying so if you are in the local area this is only available in cans at Ferndale Project. And oh, you, really? And you want it. Yep. And even <laughs> yeah. if you go there and get one, they will open a can for you. They do not have... It's not a tap beer. Yeah, because I know there was, like... There was issues. This is one of those beers, like... Remember remember when we um, did the live show and you went and got that growler from yeah. Urban Artifact? That, or not, or, um, Urban Rest. Urban Rest, Rest yeah. yeah. Urban Rest. And it took them, like, so like 15 minutes to fill it. Yeah. It was so thick. Yeah. This is, like, one of those kind of beers. Oh, my God. This is so good. So, Set has found... Electra, um, just kind of checking in on what Horace and Set are doing. Horace and Beck. So she's like, "Oh no, I totally don't love him. Still, I'm all about you, baby." <laughs> and then Set's like, "I loved a woman once, then I chopped off her wings." Yep. I do like that he has his kopesh. Yeah. I do like that effect. As immediately she pulls off of her uh, bracelet, which keeps her keeps the keeps, demons, keeps away. The demons away. The demons are just like, "Hey!" and like grab her and you know pull her to hell or whatever. Again, conceptually awesome, but this looks terrible. Yep. Yeah. Just just myriads of ghouls clawing at her while she's transported. Yep. <laughs> Doesn't no? That seems that seems worse. Yeah, I yep. think I'd rather run. Yep. So now she's back in the real world again. Yep. Because she put the bricksle back on. So she's, she's like, oh, I'm just going to take a walk through this desert. This very, very red desert. She's going to trip a, over Ice Cube. A wholly different filter <laughs> than we're used to. Yeah. Yeah. That was the Ghost of Mars filter. Yeah. It was. Thanks for getting the reference. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, so here's a set that wants to be – no, well, not the set um, – a, a movie set. Movie set, yes. That wants to be bigger than it actually seems. Yes. This scene is has a, has a potential to be very cool, but I find it tedious. Yeah, where there's a building in the background and a bunch of troughs, which we are shown in this flashback, are supposed to be a, a garden. 
of of some sort. They but have been previously. Yeah. Before now it is pre-set. a bunch of just troughs, I guess, mm-hmm. for for better, you know, to describe it. So so now we get some. I'm sad. My parents are dead. Boo hoo hoo. So this is like a, a, a cemetery Birdman. for for plebs. It's kind of what this is, right? So the he said what? So the poor people could bury their own here. Is that what he said? That is correct. Now we get a little bit of foreshadowing that his father was cut into 14 pieces and his heart was never found. And then her, then his mother uh, took her own life after um, Osiris, Osiris was killed in the opening. So, I, again, I assume this movie was 3D-ified. But, so a lot of these camera tricks, like forced perspective and stuff, I wonder, I've always been curious about how that affects how you have to shoot a movie knowing that it will also be in 3d because the whole idea behind forced perspective is you can you can play with the sense of scale because there is no third dimension dimension but when you add that third dimension back it has to complicate how you shoot things yeah i mean in movies that are 3d though like i guess it really depends on like is everything in 3d or is it just like you know in those very obvious moments where Right, things right. Appear in how 3D. do you how do you layer it and all that stuff for sure? Yeah, I do like these giant snake designs. Oh, they're very cool. Yeah. So twin snakes, one black, one white. Yep. Very stylized, evil-looking cobras. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they look great. Ah, cobras. <laughs> <laughs> so Beck is running in front of Horace and says, and Horace says, "Run faster." Beck says, "I can't." So Horace picks up Beck and then runs. Yeah. And then Beck, in Horace's arms, says, run faster. And Horace says, I can't. It's funnier than I delivered it. But again, it's it's one of the good moments between the two. Right. Yeah. So thinking about it, I feel like um, ancient Egyptian mythology has gone through a little bit of a recent resurgence since this movie came out. You had, um, was it Assassin's Creed Origins? Odyssey. Odyssey. Yeah. Odyssey, that yeah, that that was set in ancient Egypt, and that one got Origin. a lot of hmm? origins. Origins or Odyssey? Is it origins? Odyssey is a reference to the, the Odyssey for Greek. Yeah, because there was oh, one. Yeah, there was one right. set in the Greek times, but yeah, um, origins, which was set in uh, some period of, of Egypt, yep. which had like the like the tourism mode where you could walk around the city and they would give you like historical facts and stuff like that. So all Assassin's Creed games give you the ability to. Uh, while you're playing, will actually show you a some history about what you're doing. What that game did, and what Odyssey then did further, is took that a completely step, uh, took it a further step, which is that you can actually not play the game; it'll just let you walk around the city and experience it, and actually have further facts about it as well. Which is okay, like kind of like a, a, like, a, like, a like a guided tour. Kind okay, of yeah, thing. basically, you can just. You, you have, there's no gameplay. It is literally just walking around, experiencing the setting. Yeah, which is like Ryan said, an incredible idea. Yeah, that was a great thing, and that was. Um, I remember it got a lot of praise for for doing that. Just like it's different, it's informative. Yeah, um, for it's cool for like that a AAA title to expend you know the resources, and money, and time to put something into a game that's kind of just about educational education and just wandering. That, that's that's pretty big. That's really cool. 
another moment where this we didn't address that these cobras also breathe. Fire. Yes, the cobras breathe fire apparently. <laughs> but you know, whatever. I I I, 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 I buy it. I buy it. I'm, sure. I'm in. This is cool. Yeah. And then um, uh, recently there was a Magic the Gathering set called Amonkhet, which is yes. all about a Egyptian plane setting kind of thing hmm. where the gods walk around much like they do in this movie. Um, they're more uh, fantastical because they're like, you know, animal headed beings or whatever. But um, So in a, in a cool play by, by Horace here, he uh, binds the the like albino lady to her giant snake and then runs it off a cliff. So she goes down with it. Yeah. Because he pulls the reins back also. So he binds her with the reins, pulling the snake to just yeah. go to forward just go. So, yeah. And the snake's like, okay, <laughs> <All right>. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'm going forward. You're the boss. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then this is, this is the part of this, this sequence that I really like. You're like, oh man, how are they going to fight this other snake? And Hathor shows up. And it's just, just yeah. like, boom. Yeah. You're like, what is going to happen here? And. For some reason, I thought when I first watched this that um, the albino was on the black snake and the, the black actress was yeah. on the white snake. Ah. But no, white on white, black on black. Yep. <coughs> Excuse me. And she is just. Seducing the giant cobra. She's cobra whisperer. She's all. I heard a rumor that you yeah. want to burn yourself. Which is go. This goes against like all RPG logic of like things that breathe fire are themselves immune, immune to, to fire. fire. Yeah. <laughs> so it self immolates on Hathor's command. Yeah. Yep. Which is cool. <laughs> a weird line. Yeah. Yeah, who is he talking to there? Yeah, yeah, don't know. Your company. I want to. I want to edit this movie down like twenty minutes at least. <laughs> I like that she th she throws some shade back at him. Yeah. <laughs> Why yeah. would I waste this gesturing to herself on someone who can't see? Well played, Aloya Young. There was a um. A brief moment when um, um, Hathor fell down into like the sepulcher, and then Beck landed like face first on top of her butt. Yep. Yeah. And she then like, she was like, looks, looks up briefly. <laughs> it's very and then, brief. And then in the background, like Beck sits down. And he's like, "Hey." Yeah. <laughs> uh, so apparently Beck's there like, is a you can suffocate me mm, anytime you want. Yeah. Do it. Uh, so there's a sphinx. That they're worried about. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> this is a pretty swamp. Yeah. It feels, this feels like the opening to the shitty Hercules movie with The Rock that we watched. Mm. Yes. Yeah. The backgrounds in this are rough here, too. Mm. Like yeah. It's very clear that they are not in this swamp. Foregrounds are fine because it's an actual swamp they're walking through with some minimal reed sticking out of a water set, but. Yeah. She's got a fucking matte painting. <laughs> yeah. So Hathor and Horus are just kind of flirting heavily with yeah. each other. Yeah. They have a nice chemistry. They do. Yeah. yeah I, like, we'll talk about the movie at the end. Yeah. Yeah. This is fun. 
particularly with this. <laughs> I like it was like, water. fine. Yep. Just drops her in the water. And she is very offended by this. <laughs> my booze. My poor booze. It's yeah. all gone. I would feel the same way if I was stuck in this movie. Hmm. <laughs> like, come so th- on. This was an interesting, like, uh, demonstration of how her power works. Yeah. Here in the here. Yeah. So the same commandy magic she used on the snake, she tries on him. Yep. On Beck. And it, it has no effect. Yep. And we learn here that it's because she can only entrance things that uh, are not in love. Yeah. Mm, yeah, so, yeah, that is a... Yep. That is a nice limitations on the mind control powers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep. Usually it's like, oh, he's got the strength of will to yeah. re- yep. re- resist my, you know, charms. But it was like, no, you're actually in love, so I can't do anything about it. So. <laughs> yep. so here's where we were talking about earlier, Ryan, as she is, he's a, li- he's a little taller on her. Yeah, yeah. Because she being a female god and him a male yep. human. Still a. Uh, she, she's still a full head yeah. above what she. Yeah, she's still a manlet in comparison. Yeah. yeah. But like. You say he, a manlet? I said a manlet. Yeah. <laughs> So he comes up to her shoulders, but the women on almost, Horus, actually. almost to her shoulders, but the women on Horus came up to like his waist. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. There's a lot of like women at dick level on <laughs> the male gods. Ooh. All aboard the giggity train. Yep. And Horus uses his, you don't get to see it, but he uses his Horus vision to find the secret entrance to so his he, thoughts. Yeah, he, he, Tree. He, he pulled a uh, secret root that activated it, the yeah. door. Yeah. Bum, 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 now bum. they're on a Disney set. Yep. Yeah. The Tree of Life in Animal Kingdom. Mm-hmm. Yep. I like this scene. This, yeah, this looks pretty good overall. It does. It does, however, remind me of one of of, of two scenes from Futurama. One, the brain scene where they're collecting all of the knowledge, mm-hmm. and two, the scene where they go in to become um, bureaucrats, just like. Uh, Hermes? Hermes. Mm. And there's all the bureaucrats walking around stamping things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So do you think they did multiple takes of Chadwick Boseman walking around these sets and then just compiled all, compiled them all together? Yes. Yes. That's my thought. Because yep. the same, that was kind of, at least to my knowledge, that was actually kind of pioneered with uh, the movie Multiplicity with Michael Keaton, mm. with how to shoot scenes like this. If you can control the camera movement exactly and keep the environment the same between takes, you do exactly that. You do one take with the actor in one spot, then do another take with him in another spot, then you overlay him. Yeah. I I do like the moment there with him where he tells he tells Hathor to turn around, and she's like, why do you prefer me from behind? And he's like, no. Well, well, but yes, yes. but <laughs> like, I can't lie. But I don't want you to look at me and use your weird your eye power. Yeah, yeah. your juju uh, magic. Yeah. <laughs> Man, Chadwick Boseman has mm. always had that awesome, just like <laughs> yeah. build to him. I like how uh, Hathor's like, "I'll give you one night with me," and he's like, "I will consider this." Yeah. Oh, they're playing Egyptian chess, or he is playing Egyptian chess. Things I learned from Shut Up and Sit Down's video about chess. <laughs> the oldest, one of the oldest games. Mm-hmm. Uh, his line of, I know the true names of the stars. I really enjoy that line. Yeah. I, yeah. I think that's such a cool line. So, 
What year did Civil War come out? Uh, I was still living at home, so this must have been 2016. So it's a yeah okay. So I'm just if trying not to gauge soon. Mm, 2015. Like the accent that Chadwick's using here. Relative yeah, it's to, weird. To Black Panther. God damn it! <laughs> but this is, some, this is a fucking bullshit actor to lose. Yes. Very, uh, Civil War was 2016, so this was the same year. Mm. So uh, Beck is appealing to Thoth's ego here ego, yep. to, to get him mm. to come along. And help Again, the riddle of another space. bargaining scene. Yeah, yep. yeah, exactly. Yep, bargain a palooza. <laughs> bargaining is the is the Egyptian version of real estate schemes. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> another bargaining scheme. Y'all want two hours of bargaining and sand? This is your movie. Yep. Yeah, and he appeals to his ego, and it works. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they're gonna bring Thoth along to solve the riddle of the Sphinx, and all the other Thoths just keep working. Yep. Keep Thothing. Accumulate knowledge. Yeah. <laughs> more red sand. More red sand. More. Don't need this music sequence. like the mummy. Just, just be there. Just yeah. Very mummyish. Particularly because this looks terrible. This is. Yeah. Oh God. Is that a CGI Bozeman? No. It, they, it may have been imposed on the scene. Yeah. yeah. You know, I think, part, uh, again, for us, uh, a big thing that kind of makes this not work visually is the lighting seems really off. Yes, it does. So here's a little circular logic thing, which, you know, did Thoth's really see the world come into being? Yes. Yeah. Where was he? The world was not yet in existence. He's like, I can't explain that to you. Your brain would melt. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay. That's the, that is the, the scene uh, from Looper. The scene from Looper. Where they're like, how does time travel work? He's like, just don't worry about it. Ready. It just works. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking great movie, by the way. Yep. Watch Looper. Mm. We're coming up on Set's Pyramid, which is a sequence of pyramids. Yep. A myriad of pyramids. We're fighting. How about we vote the uh, how many eyes we have? Up, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I win. And then no thoughts like no, he's I all, win. He's, he's like, all the eyes have it. He just Doctor Strange's and there's like ten of him. Huge tracks of heart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like that cut, Max. Uh, <laughs> He's got huge. <laughs> yeah. hmm. So, we haven't seen him in a while, but, but Rufus Sewell's character, again, he's just acting head and shoulders above everybody else. However, Chadwick particularly here is, I think, acting exactly to the rest of the movie's tone. <laughs> yeah. He's he's got the right amount of cheese going on. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Chadwick Boseman in this movie would fit right into a mummy movie. Oh yeah. Agree. Absolutely. Yeah. The, I mean, this this movie is best when it's not being a mummy movie, but it, it but it also is just a mummy movie turned up to eleven. Yeah. In a lot mm-hmm. of cases. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Hathor and Becker sharing a moment here. 
Hathor's explaining some of her backstory. So this is where one of the movie's biggest flaws is just kind of dragging. Yep. I mean, we're getting some backstory, I guess, but this is just repeating what we were told like yeah. 40 minutes ago. I would have liked to see what Steven Summers would have, would have done with this movie. Mm. Mm. Which was the guy who did the Mummy movies in Van Helsing. Yeah. Mm. Uh, but more importantly, Deep Rising. Yes. Oh, yes. The the best Steven you, Summers movie. Are you suggesting that Horace should have been Treat Williams? <laughs> <laughs> now what? So Hathor is speaking to Zaya. Mm-hmm. Mm. She's opened a spooky portal. Yep. A spooky sand portal. Yeah, well, it's it's like a spooky cans and string communication device. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. Ha-ha, <laughs> <laughs> me back, trusting the gods. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it's not, not good acting. It's there. real bad. Yeah. yeah. Does Yaku play Beck? Do you recognize you? We got to recognize him for anything. He does I look familiar, but he's also just very generic looking. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna go take a look. Is he the fucking? Is he in? <laughs> I like Anubis is like God, no. He's the the he's he's the lifeguard of the Deadpool. <laughs> <laughs> no running. <laughs> no talking to the living. More floaty boats. Mm -hmm. This is a cool, another really cool idea that just isn't quite executed well enough. Man, I must like have... an ever-moving pyramid. I was wondering, like in the in the previous scene, you saw it like shimmering. Yeah, but you didn't know why. What I like here is that it's it's ever-moving, like fire itself, right? Yeah, like it's it's shifting. the fire of the desert. Yeah. Yep. All right, so the actor playing Beck, uh, he played Dick Grayson in the uh, the Titans TV show. Oh, uh, huh. I've not that watched that yet. I've heard it's very good. I heard it's very good. Yeah, I have too. I'm waiting for all those shows to just show up on HBO Max. <laughs> Give it some time. He was someone in the Pirates of the Caribbean: Dead Men Tell No Tales. Oh, he was the the oh, new. Uh, what the fuck's his name? Jack. Welp, uh, Bill Turner, yeah, oh, Wendell yeah. Bloom. Uh, he was in the Better Than Expected, Maleficent. Maleficent is very good. Oh gosh, that was not good. That uh, well, he's in Oculus, which is a decent movie starring Karen Gillan actually as well. Mm. Yeah, that's and, a and good Nick, film. And Nick Kroll, weirdly. Yeah. Is his character named the douche? <laughs> he yeah. might actually the seventy fifth appearance of the douche. Yeah. So he turned he. There's a lot of CGI to the point where he turns a wheel. <laughs> like the yeah. top. Like, you rely on chance too much. Yeah. 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 How are you alive? Yeah. I might have to study you. I believe Thoth is a believer of phrenology. 
very jealous of that frame Chadwick has. This is giant shoulders. Yeah, his his um, costume in this is very nice. He fills it well. Yeah, it just it, it's a very nice design, appropriate to the character. Yeah. Looks mm-hmm. good. I love this Sphinx design. It is really. really cool. I think it is so cool. I don't like it. I think my my only I guess my misgiving with it is it's not like feline enough. Some of its features. Well, it's got like the claws that we'll soon yeah. see, but like up until then, like it's just like it's a man in a in a, it's a sandy man, a Sandman, yeah. I just like I love that it's constantly falling apart, like it's made of stone and sand together. Yeah. I like that that Thoth guesses immediately the answer to this riddle. Yep. <laughs> and it's wrong. And, just and horse face. gets fucking wailed. Yeah. Oh, the, yeah. I guess it gets a hands, little more feline yeah. when you when you pull back and see the yep. entirety of its body. Yeah. Yep. I really like it. <laughs> Both is just just fucking just firing away, spray and pray, man, with the riddles. I, yeah. I am disappointed by the the like diction of the riddle that it's the cheesy like riddly riddle that you think of like in kids books yeah yeah well it, it always kind of seems like when you hear about like these kind of riddles in myth in myth they're always something kind of similar similar to to this kind of riddle yeah i mean but like the there you go thoth does get it the answer to the riddle is tomorrow and i'm yeah. sorry i didn't memorize the riddle to recount to the audience yeah no it yeah. just I, I don't know, in in like the Oedipus riddles and stuff like that. It's it, they're not as like answer these riddles three, yeah, like that kind of silliness. Yeah, that's or riddles it. riddles in the dark, or yeah. you know. All right, so they're approaching the the f- fire, the heart of the desert, something like that. <laughs> ah, sand teeth. One last trap. And then got your brain. And then, yeah. And set literally reaches into Chadwick's head and pulls out a brain. Yeah. Which I like, like how the back of his headdress is like broken up, broken and warped. Up. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So Horace and uh, Hathor are trapped. Well, uh, Sherrod Butler kind of monologues his way around here. Just mm-hmm. choose the scene a little bit. Mm-hmm. And Set shows off Zaya's necklace. Yep. I'm about to be super sad, you guys, because I'm almost out of beer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that you liked it that much. Right? Yeah, it's, it's fucking incredible. So I've, I've purposefully kind of let this sit to just kind of it's too drinkable. Yeah, it's still it's drink- too it, drinkable. It it loses some of its really unique and pleasant texture, but it's still great. It gets a little more um just kind of soupy. No, not soupy, but but also it, soupy. a little more alcoholic, I feel like as it as it's warmed up, like I can tell there's a little more alcohol in it. Yeah. And so because he because we now learn that Horace lied to Beck, that allows 
set enough time to have the fire of the desert not get put out by the waters of creation. This movie should have a time traveling. MacGuffin is useless. Aha! Should have a time traveling god so we can have a sequel called Back to the Future. Yes. Mm. <laughs> mm, now everything's collapsifying. Yeah, for some reason. Totally. The for dramatic was, effect. Yeah, just try harder, I guess, to get out of the trap. Yeah. Yep. So no, it's kind of like the Prince of Persia. Um, just sand everywhere. Oh gosh, yeah. Sand. Forgot that was a movie. Yeah, Jill and Hall. We might yet do that. I don't know. I, part of me wants to see it again to see how it stacks up in the realm of video game flicks. Hmm. I mean, it's make not, a bra- we should make a bracket. That's not a bad idea. <laughs> There's certainly enough of them. Mm-hmm. There are enough movies. The thing is, though, is that we all know the Super Mario Brothers movie will win. So, mm-hmm. oh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's that or Silent Hill or the first Mortal Kombat. Well, those that's going to be like the final four yeah. would be Silent Hill, Mortal Kombat, Super Mario Brothers. Um, that fourth one's Street. a tough spot to fill. Street I feel Street Fighter will be a Street yeah. Fighter will be like the uh, the the dark horse mm. of all of them. Mm. All right, so if you were to put Street Fighter up against Super Mario Brothers, who would you? What would you pick? Oh, that's real fucking hard. Exactly. Yeah. Like that's why Street Fighter will make it. Will make it that far. So everyone's grumpy with each other now because yeah, they failed. More on this later because yep. Horace was lying. Horace was lying. And so poor freaking Anubis gets called <laughs> again. Bitch from Men in Boats. I'm busy. <laughs> That's why he's always snarling. Yeah. Like. Aw. So, I missed it. Did, did, did Horace rescue her from the underworld a la Persephone? He, so he killed... Um, 42, 42 demons. demons that made that bracelet that keeps them at bay for her. Right. Yep. So in a manner, yes. I, a, it's both a combination of the voice acting itself, but also the, the effects on it, but I really like the way Anubis sounds. Yes. I think that's actually um, Bruce Spence. Who you may know from Road Warrior as the gyro captain. Hmm. Also from Revenge of the Sith as the guy who looks like he laid on a bed, uh, who has like corduroy pants face. (laughs) I don't know what you're talking about. I don't Um, don't really either, but the visual is great. Yeah. Oh, uh, when Obi-Wan Kenobi goes to the planet when Order 66 happens. Yeah. There's like the tall guys with like the lined face who's like, they have guys on the lower levels or whatever. Do they have like purple pink type faces? Or am I thinking of a different alien? I think you're thinking oh, of a different Oh, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Actually, yeah no. They're very tall and. And she very cleverly gets her bracelet off of her. Yeah. So the demons have taken her so he can. Yep. Can oh, get... no, no, no. Bruce Spence is the head judge. He's not Anubis. So he can get Zaya. A. Treasure worthy, worthy of, of of entering the afterlife. Mm-hmm. Right. 
It was like, I guess I'll go back to work. Yeah. It's like, I mean, are we done here? <laughs> Can literally anyone summon me? Yeah. <laughs> just whenever. <laughs> Another cool scene. I like mm. this. This is a yeah. great, like, that's a cool visual. Yeah, it's Goran awesome. Goran Clute is the guy who plays Anubis, mm. who's also in Hacksaw Ridge. This is one of the few just he like also major played the, He also played the Xenomorph in Alien Covenant. Huh. Oh. So he does a lot of uh, mocap stuff. Again, that's like, Bruce Spence. They, they took this, uh, like, this is really, really, really taken up, right? Mm. Like, this is cool. Yeah. That's cool. Yes, this is cool. Just this is great tough to visual. Describe. Like the CGI looks good. Yeah, I like that it's it's an eye, but it's also like a universe behind them. Mm-hmm. Like it's like it's like a two D plane that's rotating, and depending on what side you're looking at it is you know where you are taken in the afterlife. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This poor old lady. I know. So she has nothing. Well, so she this, has something. this is Republican heaven. Yeah. <laughs> you got to pay your way in. The poor can't go in. Yeah. Because they're poor. Exactly. <laughs> end of end of reasoning. It's going to so, be like pretty rough knowing that that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Like seeing that. The, like the, the Hall of Truth. Like these guys are super cool. Mm-hmm. They're all like sort of mummies. Yeah. So, weird question I have about this movie hmm. that maybe you guys can answer. They refer to the people being as the king of Egypt, not the pharaoh of Egypt. Hmm. For being a movie, like, so drenched in, like, Egyptian culture and mythology and stuff like that, I was expecting him, like, oh, he's the pharaoh, you know. But does that maybe have to do with, were pharaohs God-appointed? Or was that the the rationale behind that term? I'm not sure of the oh, um, etymology yeah. of that of that precise I mean, term. I mean, pharaohs were oftentimes seen as like the avatar of of Ra or who or who yeah, avatar of God to, and stuff like they that. They chose to be, so they were they you know they were God on Earth. So this is rough looking. Here we see Set getting his uh, upgrade. And he's emerging from just molten metal. Yeah, in his transformed state. Yeah, and getting more, more power, I guess. This yep, is a so weird yep. scene. They're assembling Toth's brain into him, and he's about to get Osiris's heart. Yeah, yep. They have like, they have like god welding machines. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is there like a god of like partying and excess in Egypt? Um, probably. Okay. I mean, the Greek one is Dionysus. What's well, that? Equivalent? Or no, excuse me. Bacchus. Bacchus, yeah. Yeah, that equivalent, he gets their liver. <laughs> cool him down! He's too hot! Temper him! Temper him! <laughs> yeah, that's that's what it's called. It's, it's tempered set. <laughs> Some fucking Metal Gear Solid yeah. de- designation. Yeah, so, I mean, it, it's not... This is, this is Oh, yeah. It's a strange scene, but, like, gods did combine in Egypt. Yeah. So, like... I mean, Amun up combined together. Like, it, it's, it's not out of the... This is so cool! <laughs> Just hand powered. Yeah. How the thing goes. I love so, this. Human Torch Pope. Yeah. 
And he's just like, I just want to drink my wine. Yeah. I I like this conversation they have here, too. Yeah. It, it's a twist that you weren't expecting, right? No, no. So Set is now come to see Ra. And Set's like, look at all the stuff I did. And he's like... Yeah, I know all yeah, the stuff know, you did. I know all the stuff you did, but I really don't care. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like Rossi's through your ruse. Yep. yep. Jeffrey Rush would have been a good Ooh. replacement for Emperor Palpatine had um. I cannot remember the actor's name who portrays Palpatine mm-hmm. had passed away. Like, if, but if they needed like someone to like fill that role, yeah. So he so Set is complaining right now to Ra about like why his life was harder and how his brother he made him king and make him a son. That's the big yeah. thing here, right? He's like, why could my brother have a yeah. son? But I and couldn't. you denied me the chance to be give, given life. So part of me was like, is he here to get like the dick of Ra so he could like procreate? And now he talks about tests like he did with Horus. That Osiris passed his test because he gave it away, which is cool. And here's this. And then uh, Set, god of Egypt, uh, speaks very deeply in a very, what is it, Scottish accent? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That that was a cool twist. Yeah, I did not expect... Yeah, Ra's like, I need you to become the new Ra. Yeah, it's like I, I, you, you can't have children because I don't want you to go through the deep and and horrible sadness that I've had, which is not being with my family and those I love, and you must take my place, which is such a like, it's deeper than you would expect. Yeah, from it's this not, film. it's not what I would expect this movie to come. But then Seth's like, you want me to fucking fight this cloud of teeth every day? Yeah, <laughs> like fuck that. Yeah. You want me to fight the teeth worm? Yeah. All the time? The weird thing about this is, like, at no point do you feel like Ra is dying or anything like that. I mean, he's an old ass fucking man, but yes. They talk, I mean, they do mention that, like, Horace mentions earlier, he's like, we're not immortal. We just effectively are to you. Yeah. Yeah. Relative I suppose. to you, we're Rel- immortal. Yeah. So Set is not a big, beautiful boater. Yeah. So now Ra and I Set just, are about to battle. Why? Yeah. Why? So he the Human Torch with, fights yeah. Colossus. He's with his multi-belter. <laughs> he's like, but you, you should be dead. He's like, but I'm Mega Ra. Yeah. <laughs> tempered yet. Tempered, tempered Set. Tempered Set. I'm not just one god. I'm all the Jedi. I mean, gods. Yeah. <laughs> or all the Sith. Something. We should yeah. kiss. Yeah. Let's so just kiss stab- everyone. He stabs his dad. Dad stabbing. <laughs> Dad's dad stabbing. Yep. And leaves him to. It's like a legitimate career path in in mythology. Dad stabbing is like. Yeah. Dad stabbing and children eating. Yep. <laughs> and melts his boat. You either yeah. stab your dad or live long enough to eat your children. Yeah. <laughs> 
Oh, um, I'm tweeting that out. His head is floating. Oh, it's really it's bad. Attached to that at all. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking a. That uh, was real at, bad. At first, I was like, "Is that the one time you actually do see like the suit on Gerard Butler?" Because at the end of it, we do see the suit on um, oh, so Horace Lannister. So, so you. So Anubis is fending off Apophis's influence in the underworld. This yep. is why this bridge is so long. <laughs> yeah. So Anubis again is just like, God these damn it, people. <laughs> yeah, these <laughs> fucking idiots. I guess I will just keep doing this stuff. Get your shit together, Beck. Yeah. Just like go do something. <laughs> yeah. Anubis is. Just done with all of this at this point. So Horus sees Ra falling. <laughs> Capital C chaos. Mm, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Bargain, bargain, bargain. Yep. Bargain, 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 bargain. Blah, 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 blah. Bargain jargon. Yes. Bargain jargon. <laughs> ah, oh, the god of I the air. I got my boss-ass chariot again. Yeah. Super cool. So I was expecting this to immediately lead to a complete destruction of this monument to Ra. When he was coming down just yeah, then, I expected him to just obliterate the entire thing. Yeah. To be like, you know, I am just tearing down everything that Ra was. Yeah. This this looks awesome. Yeah. Actually. Again, Apophis just looks fucking great. This is what I would love to see, like as a Toth. Yeah. In a Cthulhu fil- film. Yeah, it's a good sandworm too. Yeah. Yep. Like, that's such a cool... Yeah. Again, turn it up. Mm-hmm. Lean in. Lean in. Yeah. Unfortunately, the movie's like, okay, that's enough of that for, like, the next 20 minutes. And yep, then time for fighting. Time for human-on-human human action, or god-on-god yeah. god action. Urshu is Rufus Sewell's character's name. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Remember me. That's got to be so heavy. Yeah. Got some For mortals. Giant maybe. stone slab. Got some secret zones that you can go through. <laughs> I mean, it's Egyptian architecture. You just kind of assume the secret passages are built in. Yeah. It'd be more surprising if there weren't any. The architect catches himself two hundred and twenty cubits. I do like that archaic form of measurement: cubits and and not a rod off. Five billion slabs of limestone. And I, but there's something kind of 
I don't want to say commendable, but the fact that he knows the exact number of how many people have died, like, yeah, making right. this thing. I want to ask you, especially in this scene, I want to ask you guys, is part of the reason the effects look so fucking bad in this movie because they use a blue screen instead of a green screen? You can see a lot of oh, just yeah. blue creeping into their fucking hair and stuff. Yeah. I did notice that, That's now that you mentioned point, it. Ryan. So I, I don't think it's commendable. I think he's proud of how many slaves died in the service. Mm, of, yeah, I guess I, like, I was struggling for the right word. No, but I, I know what you mean. Like, yeah, it, it could, it could actually it's his be attention to detail. Way. Yeah, 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 and that's yeah, definitely. This is fucking some blue screen shit. Yeah, I saw this video a yeah, couple days right, ago right. of um how they probably actually split the stone blocks to like make the pyramids. Mm-hmm. Basically, huh. it was a video of a of a guy like hammering these. Probably half inch diameter like metal rods into a rock, but there was like I don't know fifteen of them, mm-hmm. and they're only about probably like six inches long. But he puts enough into them, and he puts enough into this giant stone slab that when he, you know, finally like hits it, like the rock just cleanly splits in half. Yep, they find natural faults in the rock. That's what yep. they do. Hmm. There's uh, some cultures use. You do that method. Other ones will actually use water. Oh, okay, yeah. They'll split it that way. Yeah, like a water jet cutter. That was my fucking nightmare. Yeah. One of my favorite stories from uh, going to Peru is that there's there are very large stone blocks on one of the one of the temples they have, and they're like, so they came from this part of the mountain, and they point, and it's on the other side of a river. Mm-hmm. And you can see where like the they quarried the limestone or the stone out. And they're like, so how do they get it around the river? And it's like, oh, I don't know. What they did is they got it to the river, and then they diverted the river around the stone, and then moved <laughs> the stone, and then put the river back because that was easier than moving the stone through the river. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's like how Genghis Khan like diverted a river. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to flood a city. So. Horus is creeping up on set at the top of the obelisk. And we get some, like, David Lynch Dune effects here. <laughs> with, the, There's with the red bursts of... Too many, po- too many polygons yeah. for, for it to be David Lynch Dune. <laughs> I'm going to have to watch that fucking you, movie on Oh, boy. You, you know that's what that looks like, though, Max. Yeah. <laughs> I will kill him! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the trailer for that's supposed to be coming out next week, so by the time this so drops... Excited. The, it's, the uh, sea, it's just the, the stills look great from it. Yeah. The stills of the still suits. Yeah. So Set has split Horace's spear in two. Yep. Were, were either of you guys wondering why uh, Horace was like, wait, instead of taking this elevator, I need to climb on the outside of this building yeah, to get up like, there? Yeah. Why did you, you two could have your elevator? mortal fight. <laughs> I, I guess the implication be, like, is he can stuck. climb a lot faster than the elevator moved. I, I think that, and he wanted to, like, have an element of stealth to it. Yeah, yeah. So, maybe Beck and uh, Urfus or whatever have been fighting on Ur-Shu. a flaming elevator. Urshu, yeah. yeah. Have been fighting on a flaming elevator for three minutes. And then he falls down his... What, what he falls down 2,000 cubits. 2,000 cubits, yeah. Ba-ba-da-ba-ba. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Clunk. 
Yeah, I get the feeling this is one of the few like actual sets that they made for this movie. Yeah, I mean, you can tell they're on they're actually on this pyramid thing, right? Yeah. The lighting is what Oof. to your point, Ryan, like the lighting looks normal. Yeah. <laughs> I do like his uncle jokes. Yeah. <laughs> Here comes ah. the David to your Goliath. What so, are you doing? So Beck yanked, sets seer, seer, spear to the side just as he was trying to stab Horace. Yeah. Ooh, and Beck retrieved another eye. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I get. <laughs> yeah. And he realizes it. And so Load he throws it. the eye to Horus. And I uh, just poorly throws the <laughs> eye to Horus. <laughs> I mean, he was hurled by a god. So. Uh, yeah, but like... See, the, uh, the movie at least appears that he's like stopped on the top. Yeah. yeah. So, but your point stands, Ryan, that I'm sure he's not in the best shape of his life at this point. <laughs> and Horus chooses to save him. Yep. Instead of so retrieving eye. his eyeball. Yet now he like grunts with this, you know... Regular human-sized man. Yeah. As he's cliffhangering off the side of this. Mm-hmm. And then Horace lava... Kind of slowly melt the pyramid on yeah. top, of the, top of the obelisk. I'm going to stab you with the... Yeah, th- this is his sharks with lasers approach. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he could presumably just fly and stab them. But... Yes. Yeah. He's got to he the savor the villain moment. He could have walked over and lasered their faces off. This looks oh. so bad. <laughs> oh, I'm following you. Totally following you guys. Yep. It... <laughs> Jesus Christ. As he anamorphs his way into the sky. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> I think the reason it looks so bad is because Horus is gold and silver, and when he transforms, there's this orangey light, and it just doesn't. It, it it blends everything together in a way that you can't make out any definition. Yeah. Mm. Like, it doesn't look as bad when set transforms, because set is, like, darker metal, it, black and gray and kind of thing. So, like, the, the orange light makes the armor pop in comparison. I mean, I'm not saying it looks good, but I'm just saying it doesn't yeah, look as yeah. bad. But up close here where you can see some texture on him, like, when they're very close, like, they're... At least this is mildly interesting, but anytime they back away at yeah. all, it just there's no texture to anything. Right. He is it's just flat pieces of metal. Set V Horus, ultimate forms both. Yep. Tempered set versus redeemed Horus. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's exactly what the the health bars would say. Yep. <laughs> Uh, so we're just getting a lot of spectacular aerial combat flying around. Yeah, it, it, but it's it, I don't find this interesting. It's not particularly. No. It's like we made these set pieces. We might as well use them one more time. Mm. Yeah, so they're breaking their way upward through the middle of the obelisk. Yep. Gotcha. And Horus is... And he hulks him up the wall. Yeah. <laughs> so got, Horus, your wi- got your wings. Got your wings. Yeah. 
yoinks his wings off, which is pretty cool. Yep. Slowly but surely pulls off all his extra <laughs> his god add-ons. Yep. So he so he Dragon Ball slash Matrix reloaded him into the bottom of the obelisk. <laughs> yep. Or is it the third movie? I don't remember which. I don't remember what fucking Matrix is what. Uh, this in the background is just cool looking again. Yeah. It's like, oh yeah, remember this plot point? Yeah. As he hoovers up everything. Yeah. yeah. It's the Dyson deity. The way this is shot lost He's all caramel. sense of scale. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was I was thinking the same thing. I'm delicious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, you need you need humanity around to make this look as cool as it can be. God, that looks so bad. Or or just do typical stuff like kind of looking up. It's a little bit here, but it's the sense of scale has been lost in all of this. Yep. He's even missing the eye like Big Boss. Yeah. <laughs> right. Maybe. Maybe a solid snake type. You're destined for video game movies, Nicolaj. Yep. I think he'd be an okay snake. I think so, too. I think the, the hardest part would be the voice, but I think he could do it. Yep. I like this. <laughs> I, have, I showed you mercy, and I won't make that mistake. He just takes him out. And then... Terrible flame effects show up for some mm-hmm. reason. Yeah. And Horace flies back out to retrieve Ra, who is just floating, floating in, in the, space, uh, floating in the in the waters of creation, hmm. and turns it back into space boat. <laughs> yeah. Behold, Solar Pope. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like, come on! I almost had it! <laughs> Every damn time! This little can here, I call this my paper popper. Yeah. <laughs> Anubis wins this movie, is yeah. my yeah. opinion. <laughs> Size. Just annoyed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. but Anubis is the is the Dr. Manhattan of this movie. <laughs> I'm tired of these people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Still can't beat that image of Big Bird when he's yeah. blue. I'm tired of these children. I'm tired <laughs> of the streets. Street. Yeah. That's, that's absolutely hysterical. <laughs> and uh, a kid has his eye. A lowly poor kid has retrieved his missing eye. Yeah. Uh, just. But why, though? That seems uncomfortable. Yeah. Mm. I kind of wanted, like, the eye to kind of just, like, float up and, like, shoot into his skull. Mm. Like, as if it was, like, a magical amu- magical item thing. But, but no, he's got to put it back into his socket like a human would. Mm. Oh, that looks terrible. It's so bad. I was expecting him to, like, maybe elevate him to being a god or something along like, those lines. Make him, Yeah. Like, I, li- I like that it's not luck. The impossible. I think that's a cool idea. It's a cool, it's a cool twist on luck. Yeah. Right? And he cares about him. Yeah. He's gone. Beck has expired. Yep. 
but apparently it's not not to be because i was trying to think like if there was a beck within the egyptian pantheon mm. close thing i can think of is sobek who's like the alligator headed guy yeah like god of mm. hunger or something like that yeah yeah because you think about it like the reason why I liked him being saying that he was the god of the impossible is like that's not something that you've you've heard in any pantheon before, really, right? Like, no, it's a pretty unique. It's a, thing. it's a cool idea. Space Pope yeah. has returned. <laughs> no not, hat though. Why not Zoidberg? <laughs> What's up, Corona? Why Joe? not Robberg? So Ra has appeared to repay the debt to his grandson. Yep. For having been saved from space drowning. He's had uh Horace has had the uh, the headband on for so long in this movie that uh he looks weird without it on. He does, Agree. yeah. Yep. Well, does he as does he have sh- slightly shorter hair? I feel like it. Scenes. I think he does. So you don't see him with long hair without the band until now, right? Kind of, yeah. His his hair does look different in in this scene. I don't know if just how it's styled now that he's not wearing the uh, the headband, or if the headband was kind of like keeping some of it back. But so Ra has granted life back to back and Zaya. Zaya. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. I mean, uh, uh. He still maintains the haughtiness of a god, which is yeah. Him. But he he's a good actor to portray that haughtiness. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yep, for sure. I it's subtle, but I like in this scene that there's scaffolding, like they're repairing the yeah. Yeah. Now that they've diverted, um, <laughs> diverted, uh, 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 shit, what am I looking for? Diverted funds away from obelisk creation. Yeah. <laughs> you can fix the fucking catastrophe of the, what, two or year old battle at this point? Yeah. Yep. And everyone who died is back to life because gods can apparently. Do that. Yeah. Just gotta put their brain back in their head. Apparently, you're fine. Put, yeah. Putting that brain back in, I imagine, is like putting a battery in a remote control. Yeah. yeah. Click and it's good. Nope, shit. Back I mean, in. what is a battery? Put the brain in a remote control. <laughs> <laughs> it, this movie just works better when there's scale. Yeah. Like you're talking about, Ryan. Like, it just, he looks so much cooler being gigantic. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And when it's just two gigantic dudes, you just lose that. His little breastplate looks cheap, though. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Especially with, in comparison with everyone else's, like, gala robes. Well, and in comparison to his own crown. Yeah. Like, his crown is shiny and his chest piece isn't. It, Injection yeah, molded plastic. Just, yeah. yeah, it looks, like, matte and flat. Mm hmm. Yep. That looks a little better. Mm. Yep. Hmm. The bracelet. Yep. Hathor. Uh, yeah. 
after we learn that Beck is now chief advisor to the king. Hathor's still in the underworld, and he's going to go rescue her or something. Yep. So, <laughs> in my own head canon, he never comes back. And this <laughs> is what causes the downfall of Egypt. Because yep. <laughs> left, he left the, left the kingdom in the hands of the advisor. Oh, back he, bottle fucks it. Yeah. <laughs> that was, this shot is not No, you helpful. don't need this. I don't need any no. of this right here. I'm fine with him just leaving. Right. Yep. And yep. bad. just gratuitous. They could have done a much more tasteful outro and less yep. just disgusting looking shot at the end. Yep. yep. Well, well, that's well, done. Well, well. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was gods of Egypt. Oh boy. That was a, that was, this was a long, we long one. We have not had a long movie in a Oof. long time. Yeah. Thanks for those, to those who, uh, <laughs> suffered through every minute of this. Yes. And if, uh, and if anyone's just kind of tuning into the wrap up just now, uh, you're the smart one. <laughs> yeah. But, um, so I guess let's, let's move on into view again, brew again. Would we watch this movie again? Would we drink these beers again? Boop, bop, bop, bop. Ryan, why don't we start with you? Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll start with the beers with the brew again. Uh, they're both they're both yeses. Uh, the the strawberry M forty three is is very good. Um, especially if if someone kind of wants to see more strawberry stuff in a beer, this is one of the better ones I think by far. I prefer personally just the regular M forty three to this, but it's very good. The the bamboozy is absolutely absolutely fucking incredible and one of my top beers in recent memory it's just delicious the, the texture stays with it for as long as it was in my glass I, it's, it's phenomenal i can't say enough good things about it it's, it's the right amount of fruity completely drinkable the texture is perfect I, I can't say enough good about it fucking great um this movie i uh no, like I don't, I don't hate this movie. I was talking to you guys a little bit um, before we got into the recording today. I, I don't hate this movie. It's just, it's too long. It, it, it just drags a lot. And but I, I was trying to think. For me, this movie seems like it's very much targeted at kind of like a young adult audience. Yeah. And I think in a lot of those respects, it's actually pretty successful. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of what's going on is you know interesting enough. I, it's not overly complicated. Um, although that can also be perceived as being a little condescending to your audience but it's fine it's it's a fun adventure movie that i think is effective for a younger audience uh i don't hate it but it's it's just it's it's too long it's too thin for me it, it doesn't again lean enough into the really fantastical portions of the lore and the universe that it has mm-hmm. um but so i guess we'll view again maybe if it's in the background but i probably no that's no for me no that's kind of where I'm landing on it for now. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll go next for the beers. Bamboozy, yes, definitely. I'm gonna mirror what you said. One of the best beers I've had in recent memory. I have noticed more uh, guava appearing in beers. Great flavor. It's just Re- appearing recently. more on the mainland and everything. And yeah. I am over the moon. Yeah. So I'm I'm <laughs> sure that James is happy about that, which he is. And I also focus. like that as well. Yeah. Uh, so it is a good tropical summertime flavor. For the tart strawberry M43. Yes, but I'm not going to go seek it out. 
it's a it's a it's a fine beer and it's a little different it gives the m43 a little bit more of a more depth to it what i will state it is the very um like traditional strawberry flavor not like the the fake artificial flavor from strawberries that you might experience yeah. in yes. candy yeah. like if you it, ever have like the haribo gummy bears the green ones are actually strawberry because mm-hmm. they're they're very tart and it's 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 that kind of strawberry flavor not the like laffy taffy or yeah. popsicle mm-hmm. and i appreciate strawberry. That that, yeah that yeah i think it, it works a lot better than just like oh if, if it was kind of sweet yeah so uh that i can appreciate yeah o- old nation you know really just like skyrocketed in popularity over the course of like i don't know three or four years so great great job for them but i'm happy to see what else the brewery's going to put out I will drink this one again, but I'm not going to go, you know, tooling around finding another four-pack of it. I'm interested to see how it is on draft, though, mm-hmm, if, mm-hmm, ever, mm-hmm. if that was ever a possibility. I don't uh, know if they put... And they, super they, chilled. They may at the brewery. Probably. I don't think that they put this on... That was an enormous spider. Um, yeah, I, I, don't, <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't think they actually sell kegs of this to, to local places. Probably not. View again. Uh, no, I don't hate this movie. It's got some cool concepts to it. It's got some cool visual design elements to it. It's it's at its best when it leans in heavy, yep. as we've been talking about for the last two hours. <laughs> it does have some good bits of levity and humor to it. Some of the adventure scenes are yeah. kind of interesting, but it just it's a little bit too much. It could really be trimmed down. Some of the fight scenes are a little long, but there's a nugget of good ideas and stuff in here that, that I think you could mine if you're creative for inspiration on stuff like this, but... Watching it twice in a week is enough for me. That's for, enough for me. It's a yeah. lot. It's a lot of movie. It's a lot of movie. Just real quickly, because uh, James, you made. I was prepared for much worse from how you kind oh, of prepped me. For oh, this. I was prepping I, you for I how heard bad things about this. I was prepping you for the 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 effects of ah, this movie. Okay, okay. The effects are rough. <laughs> they they're they're very uneven, and when they're bad, they are bad. They're bad, bad. Would you like me to go? Yes. Next. To, yeah. to, so I'm gonna go movie first, and. So it, it is bizarre to me to have a movie that has the effects as bad as the Horus and set effects as they are that also has the scene of Ra pulling the sun around the disc of the world. Right. Because that is that is legitimately one of the most beautiful CGI heavy shots I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. It's really is cool. Is him pulling. The, it's, it's so cool. It, it, that is one of those shots that like if you're a kid and you see that, even as an adult, you're like, that's magnificent. But that's mm. one of those things, like, as if you were as a kid, like, that would just spark your imagination a whole lot, right? Mm. And that's one of the reasons what I, I, I like when they leaned into stuff in this movie, because if anything comes from it, if, if people start getting more interested in learning about a, a, a culture and, and myths that they don't know much about, then that's good. That's a great thing to happen. And I don't Absolutely. feel that that happens when people transform into metal things but watching raw pull the sun around is something that i think would people be like that is cool i want to see if there's more of things that are described like that. right is there yeah. more it, more of that please um so sorry to interrupt you but as we're going through the credits here as we're talking we've yeah. gone through at least four or five different visual effects studios that doesn't i mean it's so That's, it's so heavy and CGI, yeah it doesn't, so it but doesn't you know me. i feel like that i can't recall you know watching credits you know in depth you know, in my earlier years, but I feel like really um, listing out each individual one is something relatively recent, or maybe just because of how much visual effects there are in movies now that you have multiple right. studios handling. It's the it's the Marvel effect, honestly. Yeah, just super CG heavy on a short timeline. In a short probably. timeline, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. And I mean, 
it, it's see, like the 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 trick of those Marvel movies is that their whole trick is they do CGI that you don't even realize. Mm. Yeah, right. Okay. Like there's there's city sequences where you're like, oh wow, they're walking around the city, and then they show the movie, and they're like, oh no, they were never in a city. They're just in a big blue room. <laughs> yeah, but you're tricked by you're you're tricked by it. Green so, room. Yeah, a green but room. Yeah. Continue. Sorry. So no, no, no. I mean, and, and so. I think one of the th- one of the things that that this movie does well to me that in in that sense, um, and I'm going to digress here for a moment. When as someone who who did a lot of classic studying, I hated the movie Troy when it came out. Mm. Um, Brad Pitt, right? Brad Pitt because of the digression that it had. Um, and again, like because it, it didn't go fantastical enough for me. That's that's a relatively grounded. The Iliad's relative relatively grounded, particularly like. There's a whole like chapter where they just list boats and how many dudes are on those boats, which mm-hmm. is uh, incredibly boring to read. But anyway, yeah. there's parts of the Arthurian legend that, that that do the same thing. Yeah. It's like, and then seventy five score horses, and yeah, good, beautiful banners rode into the palace, and it's like, oh come on, yeah. But like in in the Iliad, like when um, uh, Patroclus dies and he realizes it. Like he, he has a, a pillar of fire erupts from it uh, from Achilles' head. Mm-hmm. Like it's cool stuff like that. But then I took a step. I finally went back and watched it again. Troy is a good movie. It's actually fun. It's actually there's a lot that they do. It's interesting. There's the and it, but it tells a a change story and that's okay. And I think that's where with Gods of Egypt, right? They're not telling myth, but they're doing enough that there there's enough for people to be like that. That was interesting. Let me go find more. And if films do that, I'm I'm okay with that. So, um, I don't hate this movie. I think I just wish this movie was ninety minutes long. Yeah, yeah. If it was, I I think that this I think we probably all would have almost changed to a yes on this and and leaned in more. Right. Mm-hmm. If yep. you have ten foot tall people, show me ten foot tall gods mm-hmm. all the time. Keep... I want ten foot tall gods just like kicking small dudes across the scene <laughs> yeah. constantly. Well, and like when they fight each other, make it big. I don't need if if they're ten feet tall and they're powerful. I don't need to watch them fight like normal men. I want right. to watch them when they come together and they hit swords against each other. Have you, an explosion that kills normal mortals all around them, and they go flying back because mm-hmm. gods aren't supposed to fight each other, right? Like yeah, do cool yeah. stuff like that. Like they so. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go to it. They, they talk about that, the Horus Heresy series, which leans into a little bit of this from, from Warhammer. The Primarchs are these super-powered people of super-powered people, and they're all enormous. And they talk about when those guys fight that it like the ground trembles when they're fighting with each other, and it's these titanic effects. And that's what I would love to see in this movie is just lean into it more mm-hmm. with, the, with them fighting each other. Show me the scale. That's why Apophis is so cool. Apophis is... Is a, is a, a, the size of the city a city block and yeah. just devouring everything? Just, like that, that's so cool. Yeah, so more backing it all up. Yeah. Um. To the beer, I, I agree with you guys. So I like M forty three tart strawberry a lot. I think it's very good. Um. I do not think it is worth the difficulty of finding it. Um, Agreed. Let me put it that way. Hmm. I would think that. I almost think that this is going to slowly become. Similar to um, Hop Slam, where it just becomes easier to find as they as they scale up, right? Sure, which and, is fine. And, if this comes you know, out once a year, I'll go grab it once a year as long as I don't oh, have yeah, to go seek sure. it out. Or yeah, anything else yeah. Like that. The Bamboozy, I so I I got this actually at Ferndale Project, and I had no idea what to think. I was like, you know what? I love pink. So I love not just guava, but it's pink guava, which is where which is the, oh, a flavor of Hawaii that I love. And mm-hmm. I was like, okay, let's see if the, what this is like. No idea what it was going to be like, and I had it, and I was like, this is just 
so interesting. Um, I loved it. I think it's really, really a fun concept of what to do with. It's not even really a beer, though. Yeah. It yeah. really is just an alcoholic smoothie. But seeing breweries play with things, particularly Ferndale Project, which is Eastern Market Brewing Company's, like, experimental zone. Mm, yeah. is cool. Um, I, I want more breweries to take risks like this. Yeah, man. Because this could – this is one of those things because it could be like, no. Oh, no, yeah. No, we cannot definitely, serve this. Definitely. <laughs> Yeah. But they, they got it. So good on them, and I'm excited to see them do more of this kind of stuff. And uh, You were saying that it's only available in cans? It is only available in cans, and it is only available at the brewery. Okay, yeah, because, I mean, that, that itself is, is kind of a big risk, like not having it on, not having it on, at least on draft a little bit before like being like, all right, yeah, yeah. we're going to can it. Yep, I mean, but, they canned it, and they went with it. And you even, like, so the cans are even printed upside down because you're supposed to store it upside down so the pressure doesn't – so if it does, does, like – it's got fruit in it, right? It's slowly going to pressurize over time. Right. So you can't let it pressurize, like, against the, the Against the lid. seal? Yeah. Yeah. So hmm. I, yeah, I have to drink it relatively quickly. Hmm. So Nothing oh. wrong with that? Nope. <laughs> that wraps up episode – 99 of good brews bad views so which means next time episode 100 cleaning out the fridge four we will be reviewing the last year and some change of the podcast talking about our favorite movies our favorite beers evolutions of the movie industry and beer industry since our last time we discussed that in depth which that's gonna be interesting conversation as well as some other surprises we have in store for uh this next episode if you guys have enjoyed what we've done here today check us out on all of our social media pages facebook twitter instagram etc etc good Bruce, bad views gbv podcast this was another patron uh supported episode of they actually got to vote and pick on what we we're going to suffer through for two hours so thank if you, you four hours really four, four hours. oh gosh yeah four <laughs> hours so if you uh like what we have done and want to make us suffer consider supporting our patreon www.patreon.com slash views where you can vote on future episodes, get access to some bonus content, and all that fun stuff. And have our have our eternal thanks. Even more thanks for you just tuning in. Mm-hmm. Yes. Send us all of your hate mail at views at gmail.com. And as always, please watch and drink. Responsibly. Did you say responsibly? He just said responsibly. <laughs> you are on fire today. Yep, good one. Later.